a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to Inside Sources, everyone. It is great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. We are here on Thanksgiving Eve, and I hope you are all traveling safe out there. Uh, those of you who are heading over the river and through the woods, uh, make sure you stay tuned here to KSL News Radio throughout the afternoon to uh, get you through all the uh, news, traffic, and weather. Uh, Ricky Meese is making sure we know what's uh, happening out there on the roadway, so stay with us uh, throughout the afternoon today. And uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover, as always, in our 60 Minutes here on the extended edition of Inside Sources. Uh, We're going to talk a little Thanksgiving, obviously, on uh, Thanksgiving Eve. We're going to talk about gratitude in an interesting way coming up here at 1120 with Holly Richardson. Uh, She wrote a great piece uh, in the Salt Lake Tribune this week uh, talking about getting beyond the checklist of gratitude and and really making it a way of living. So excited to talk to uh, Holly about her piece. Herb Scribner will join us at the bottom of the hour, as always, looking at what's trending, what's topical as we roll into the Thanksgiving weekend and Black Friday. Uh, So stay with us there. And then we'll round out the day. Uh, talking, uh, taking a little deeper dive. Uh, those of you who are regular listeners to the show uh, know that uh, actually almost a year ago, starting back in January, uh, I started using uh, something to close out our broadcasts, uh, which was see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. And we're going to break down those three areas, what that really means. And I'm going to invite you to chime in uh, because these are also many of the things that I find uh, I'm most grateful for rolling into this Thanksgiving weekend is the things that I have seen over the course of the past year, uh, things that I've heard people say that were uplifting and inspiring, and most important, watching the extraordinary things that people do to make a difference. And so I want you to chime in today. Uh, You can do that on our Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500. Again, 57500, our Utah Community Credit Union text line, and we'll share those during the final segment of the show today. Uh, We'll talk about uh, what you're seeing, what inspires you, uh, what have you heard that's been uplifting, and what have you seen people do that have made a difference. So uh, share that with us on our text line, or you could also call in uh, and leave a voice message, 801-575-7668. Again, 801-575-7668. If you want to leave a voicemail with what you see, what you say, what you do, Uh, that has been inspiring, uplifting, or made a difference in your world over the course of the last year that you are thankful for. We'll share that in the final part of the uh, program. Uh, And then just as a heads up for tomorrow, if you're out and about uh, driving to grandmother's house or uh, making sure you've got everything ready to go for your Thanksgiving dinner, we're going to air tomorrow uh, during this time slot my interview with uh, presidential historian Doris Kearns Goodwin. Uh, which was just a fascinating uh, opportunity to learn from someone who has uh, done real deep dives and studied uh, presidents uh, over the years and uh, just some great history lessons for the future and what we ought to be doing here today. Uh, In fact, really interesting, uh, an interesting connection. 
Uh, I want to talk in this first segment about uh, Thanksgiving and what presidents have done on this day. And, of course, Doris Kearns Goodwin actually worked for uh, Lyndon Johnson. And uh, our uh, Cracker Jack producer, Robin, uh, found (laughs) that uh, we actually had some great sound from uh, Lyndon Johnson's first Thanksgiving message to the country. And just some context for that. Uh, You have to kind of think about the setting a little bit. Uh, President Johnson uh, had only been sworn into office for uh, just a a few days before he addressed the nation on Thanksgiving. Of course, the uh, horrible assassination of John F. Kennedy, a a nation in mourning. And here, uh, Lyndon Johnson had stepped into the presidency uh, in a really mourning nation a uh, really difficult time for the country. And he had some very fascinating things to say that I think are important for us today. So let's uh, start with his first uh, comments. Again, this is Lyndon B. Johnson addressing the nation on Thanksgiving Day, uh, his first Thanksgiving, days after he had been sworn in as President of the United States. My fellow Americans, on yesterday I went before the Congress to speak for the first time as President of the United States. Tonight, on this Thanksgiving, I come before you to ask your help, to ask your strength, to ask your prayers that God may guard this republic and guide my every labor. Uh, very interesting that that's uh, where Lyndon B. Johnson started out uh, on a Thanksgiving night, addressing his fellow Americans, asking for their help, uh, which is a, a great thing to do as a leader, uh, but also asking uh, for prayers uh, and for divine guidance uh, and for the country, for the republic to stay strong and stay together. Uh, he continued on and said this. We know tonight that our system is strong, strong and secure, a deed that was meant to tear us apart has bound us together. Our system has passed. You have passed a great test. You have shown what John F. Kennedy called upon us to show in his proclamation of this Thanksgiving, that decency of purpose, that steadfastness of resolve, and that strength of will which we inherit from our forefathers. So, again, that is uh, President Lyndon B. Johnson on Thanksgiving, just days after the assassination of John F. Kennedy and his first few days as president of the United States, calling the country to come together. Uh, I love his line in there. They said that a deed that was designed to tear us apart has bound us together. And uh, nothing could be more important than that. We, We do have a lot of challenges even here today. Uh, Interesting, you go back even further. I got a great note uh, this week from uh, 4th District Court Judge uh, Lynn Davis, uh, who reminded me uh, about the proclamation of Thanksgiving from Abraham Lincoln uh, in uh, 1863. And uh, we're actually going to run that in the Deseret News tomorrow. Uh, We'll print it in its entirety. It's an extraordinary address and proclamation to the country. I want to read just one segment of it. Uh, So again, think think of where we are. We're in the middle of a civil war. Uh, the country is torn apart, uh, much as Lyndon Johnson described it. Deeds that were designed to tear us apart have bound us together. And Lincoln said said this. He says, it seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. 
I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due for such singular deliverance and blessings, they do also with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged and fervently implore the interposition of the Almighty Hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent with divine purposes to the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. Uh, So that's the proclamation from uh, President Abraham Lincoln. So you compare and contrast those two, Lyndon B. Johnson and Abraham Lincoln, both in the presidency during very difficult days, very trying times. Uh, And yet the, the call was the same. The call was to come together. And I think that's a call that we all could use a little more of uh, as we go through these very tumultuous times. We're in the middle of impeachment inquiry proceedings. We have another government shutdown looming. We have a host of issues that need to be dealt with in terms of immigration and guns and refugees and a host of other things. Uh, But it is a time to take those things that may be designed to tear us apart as a nation and use them to bind us together. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, Holly Richardson will join us. We'll talk about how do you make gratitude beyond a checklist and make it a way of living. Stay with us. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you today. And uh, we're continuing to get you ready for uh, your Thanksgiving long weekend. And uh, make sure you stay tuned here to KSL News Radio for everything you need in terms of news and traffic and weather uh, as things roll through the afternoon. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, having our conversation now with Holly Richardson, uh, who is uh, one of my favorite writers. She's uh, uh, one of the great thought leaders out there and uh, wrote a, a really fascinating piece in the Salt Lake Tribune. Uh, this week, uh, talking about how do we dump the checklist and live a lifestyle of gratitude. Uh, and again, Holly is a, a writer. She is an activist. Uh, she is a mom of many <laughs> as a, an adopted parent and, and uh, just the United Nations of families. I always love to see Holly and her family as they uh, move about. They're just an extraordinary group. And Holly, thanks for joining us uh, today. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Well, hey, your uh, your piece in the Salt Lake Tribune, and I know that might seem odd for the opinion editor of the Deseret News to uh, call on a, an article from the Tribune, but truth is truth, and and excellence is excellence. And uh, this was an excellent piece, Holly. Uh, tell us kind of your thinking behind this this idea of how do we get to that real authentic uh, lifestyle of gratitude. 
Yeah, and you know, thanks. I do agree that truth is truth. So, um, I think, like in many instances, I was the one who needed the reminder, right? And I, I am chronically busy. I'm probably over busy, and I noticed as I was getting coming up close to Thanksgiving this week that that check list, my checklist of, you know, I've got to get the turkeys and I've got to, you know, make sure people are coming over for dinner. We have enough chairs and uh, be grateful was almost an item on the checklist. And I knew that that really wasn't what I wanted from um, a practice of gratitude. So, so I, I think sometimes it's really easy to get caught up in the idea of, oh my goodness, this is what um, I should be doing, I should be feeling grateful, I should be doing a gratitude journal. Right. But I, I think the reality is, if we can make it more of a lifestyle and not just a checklist item, yeah. we're actually going to see the, the benefits of gratitude to bless our lives. Yes. Um, even more than, you know, just saying once a year, we're going to be grateful that we have friends, family, and, um, you know, home to live in. So. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to get uh, back to this idea, because I find myself doing this as well, that you, everything, it's so easy to turn anything into a checklist. And and even yeah. something as simple as gratitude can suddenly become a burden <laughs> rather than a blessing to us. Right. Right. And and I think, I mean, I think that's the danger in it, right, is we just say, okay, you know, there's all these things on my to-do list, and be grateful is one of the things on the to-do list. And, and I think when we do that, it, it misses the mark, really, of I think why we should be grateful, and what there's. I think there's lots of reasons, but I'm really fascinated by some of the research behind gratitude. And there, there's been numerous studies now from both uh, the physical sciences, but also like social sciences. How does gratitude impact our lives? And it can be everything from it makes us feel good, it releases dopamine and right. serotonin in our brain. Um, it it helps us. It, it improves our immune system. It helps us see the world through, you know, maybe the Mister Rogers lens. It helps us look for the helpers and to find the good. And and um, even in breaking news situations like you just had, there there are possibilities. I, I'm absolutely positive there are people out there who are helpers. Right? If yeah. you've got a police presence, they're there to help. They're there to keep um, people safe and to make sure that the environment is as helpful and, and supportive as possible. I mean, yeah. So. It, it can be really hard to find gratitude um, sometimes too, and I think I think sometimes we can check it off the to do list a lot easier if things are going well for us. But it becomes hard when you know hard times come, right? When That's bad right. things happen, we lose a job, there's a car accident, there's you know what whatever it is, and and sometimes it's really easy. I think, or at least for me, and, and maybe I'm the only one, but it's really easy for me to to just start to pile on myself, right? Right. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. And now this happened. And, and now, now this, this yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if I can stop and if I can take a minute, and it doesn't have to be long, but if I can take a minute and I can kind of recenter myself and say, you know what? I live in a place where I can turn on water from my kitchen tap and it comes out clean. Yes. I don't have to hike five miles to get water in a jug and carry it back and hope that I have enough to give my kids, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's I mean, it's even as simple as that, right? I I am super grateful right now that I have a house that has heat in it, right? <laughs> Especially on a day like today. <laughs> yeah, right. So so sometimes it's even looking for really tiny things and yeah. saying, you know, it's okay. I'm really grateful on some days. I mean, I've gone through 
my husband and I have gone through some pretty hard things, and we've buried um, more than one child, and uh, and that grief can be so overwhelming. But mm. but even finding one thing to be grateful for, yeah. right? And can, even just can really help that healing process. Yes, yeah, that's absolutely right. And and uh, we we've been doing a, a series of features on. Uh, uh, Mr. Rogers and his perspective, and uh, I'll never forget what he said in the midst of you know all of the the nine eleven kinds of things. That in the midst of a real tragedy, just look for the look for the helpers. Who are the people who are yeah. out there doing good things? Well, Holly Richardson, yeah. we appreciate you joining us on the Thanksgiving Eve, a busy news day here at KSL. And again, people can read uh, your article, your uh, op ed piece there in the uh, Salt Lake Tribune. We appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much, Boyd. All right, again, that's Holly Richardson, a great writer, great thinker, and uh, really has some uh, some good things there that are worth uh, getting through on a day like today. And uh, stay with us We're, as we continue on uh, through uh, the back half of the program. Again, if you have your thoughts uh, on things that you are grateful for, things that you have seen, things that you have seen people do, things that were inspiring, things that people have said that have uplifted, make sure you share that with us on our uh, our uh, Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500. And uh, we're going to continue on uh, through the back half of the program. We'll share some of those things. Uh, and again, you can also share those with us at uh, 801-575-7668. If you want to leave a voicemail message uh, with your thoughts there, we'll get to that in the back half of the program. We're continuing to follow here at KSL News Radio a, a shooting at 300 West and North Temple uh, apartment complex, uh, multiple uh, people with gunshot wounds is the early reporting that we have. Uh, we're hoping to get more confirmation and more details about that, and we'll continue to to monitor that here at KSL News Radio as we continue on. Uh, so stay with us; much more to come. We're going to have Herb Scribner joining us up next, talking about what's trending, rolling into Thanksgiving and Black Friday. And so stay with us here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Stay with us on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Great to be with you today on Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And uh, as always, we. uh, our favorite Herb Scribner in the building to uh, talk about all things trending. But before we go to Herb, uh, we have a, a special guest in the studio today. We've got Eli in studio today because it's Eli's 10th birthday. Eli, welcome to radio. Hi. <laughs> hey, I understand you are quite the reader, uh, and you recently read a book about Harriet Tubman. What was your favorite part of that? Um, I just loved how brave she was and how much she sacrificed to help other slaves be free. Oh, that's great. Any other lessons you learned or what? any other parts that were exciting to you about reading about Harriet Tubman? She was an extraordinary lady. She would let nothing stop her to get to what she wanted. All right. Hey, that's a, uh, that is a good message for all of us today, that, uh, that we actually... Don't let anything get in our way and uh, do good things to lift other people up. We're going to talk about that in our final segment. Eli, thanks for joining us on your birthday today. And uh, now we're going to shift over to the great Herb Scribner for all things trending and topical. And uh, Herb, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, we're rolling into Thanksgiving, obviously. What is trending online? What uh, What's happening in the Twitterverse and on the interwebs? So uh, the big thing that 
is going on right now is uh, Donald Trump <clears throat> tweeted a photo of his head on Rocky Balboa's body. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding you. It's a real, it's a real you photo. You can't make this stuff up. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's also- a real, It's a real fake photo, right? It's a real fake photo. <laughs> but it's, it's timely because it's actually the, uh, what is that, 34th anniversary of Rocky Balboa shocking the world, knocking yes. out Ivan Drago in the 15th round. So wow. it's- Quite quite timely. Um, so there's that. So many meta- so many metaphors we could so, we could play off of. So many. Um, but it's also just like people are talking about um, Baby Yoda from the Star Wars, uh, the new Star Wars TV show. There's like a Baby Yoda. People are talking about that. And there's another trending story out there, which I haven't read yet, but it's out there about how earwax can be professionally extracted from wow. your ears. So <laughs> wow, that's that's quite the uh, potpourri you've got going there yeah. for. Uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, going back to the uh, to the Baby Yoda, uh, yep. obviously part of Disney Plus, mm-hmm. uh, the Mandalorian is part of that. Any interesting uh, reviews and and how's that being uh, taken out there? Yeah, it's being accepted. I've seen a lot of criticisms that basically like each episode is getting um, worse. The first one was really strong. Second one was decent. Third one's okay. So it's going downhill. Um, but I wrote the, a piece for the Desert News about the last episode about how like. Uh, Without giving away any spoilers, it's a show that really emphasizes community and like finding your group and finding your community and like embracing that. Interesting. And uh, it's actually interesting to find these things in Star Wars, right? Because you yeah. just think, oh, it's Star Wars, it's Star Wars, it's science fiction. But there are lessons there that are pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, you you did set off a bit of a firestorm uh, in your recent article about Hallmark. Oh yeah. Taking over Christmas. Uh, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. So Hallmark's been kind of the king or queen, whatever way you want to go with that, on uh, Christmas movies. Uh, we all know you could watch literally for 24 hours a day Christmas movies that all have a very similar story and all that. Um, but what's interesting is that Netflix and Disney, especially with Disney Plus, are noticing that there's a hole there. There's a there's a there's a type of movie that gets a lot of audiences going. Um, that people like to watch. So they're starting to like, you know, Netflix is releasing new movies. Disney Plus has a bunch of Christmas classics. So they're coming for Hallmark. Um, and experts I talk to are pretty sure Hallmark is going to be okay. <laughs> um, but it's an interesting battlefield for the streaming wars, yeah. that, you know, to go to after Christmas movies. Cause, right. But we just love Christmas movies because they right. make us feel good. And, uh, you know, who doesn't like cuddling up? For a Christmas movie with hot chocolate. You know? That's right. Watching a show about someone who's lonely or angry or mad uh, and finding true love in the end. That's the, that's the key to life right there, boy. That's that's what it I is. I think we've broken it all down, Herb. There's, there's nothing else to say today. No, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much as far as it goes. All right. Well, hey, as people get through their uh, Thanksgiving meal tomorrow, attention will shift rapidly to Black Friday and all the sales. What's trending out there as it relates to Black Friday? Yeah, I think one thing this year has been that there have been Black Friday sales like way in advance. Like <laughs> they started like a that Halloween. I think they yeah. started the Black Friday sales. Yeah, there's like Kohl's <laughs> and I think uh, what's that? Um, Zales, the Diamond Shop. There's like you know Macy's. Like they're all releasing them beforehand, which comes in handy this year because like most of the country is going to be bombarded with horrible right. weather. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool, but I noticed that people aren't necessarily like jumping on the like I'm going to go like push my way through a store. It's kind of like oh I could just do that. Yeah. Last week or I did I did it last week, um, which is kind of cool. But um, hopefully there's not that mad rush because that can be pretty yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. I, from what I've seen trending on there, it, it looks like people are going to do about half their shopping online versus mm-hmm. uh, going into stores. Uh, the the question I have is how many of those people who are 
engaged in Black Friday activity are actually self-gifting. They're buying for themselves. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that is a total that is a total thing. Um, a lot of people do that, and uh, yeah, I'll probably continue for a while. All right, fantastic. Those are the uh, trending topics. Thanks as always, Herb Scribner. Inside sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment on a Thanksgiving Eve. Thanks for joining us today. And if you missed anything today or uh, during the week, we've had some uh, critical guests on some critical topics. And uh, you can always pick that up on the uh, KSL News Radio app, uh, sponsored by Any Hour Services. So, again, download the KSL News Radio app, sponsored by Any Hour Services. You can go back to any of the uh, segments we've done over the course of the week and uh, give that a listen. Also, just a reminder tomorrow, as you're out and about on your Thanksgiving day or if you're in the middle of preparing your feast, uh, we are going to replay my interview with Doris Kearns Goodwin, presidential historian uh, that I did just a couple of weeks ago when she was in town. And there's some great lessons uh, in there, perfectly uh, fit for some background noise uh, as you do your uh, holiday travel or getting your dinner ready ready to go tomorrow. All right, I want to round out the show today uh, with a few of the things that I'm thankful for and some of the things that have happened over the course of the, the past year. As many of you know, we started uh, with a 30-minute segment of uh, Inside Sources in January of this year and have gone through various uh, iterations of that and uh, are so happy to be in this 11 to 12 time slot. Uh, early on, as we were looking for a way to kind of end the show, uh, there was uh, one particular day where I thought, okay, i got to think of something different, uh, an interesting way to, to round out the show. And just during the commercial break, I happened to just jot down in my uh, leather binder uh, just a really simple phrase. See something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. And that's been the way I've, I've signed off on the show. And at first it was a, an interesting way to end a show, but uh, it's really become much more than that for me. It's really become a, a way of living and a way of being. Uh, and I hope it does for you as well uh, as uh, loyal listeners here on KSL News Radio. And so I want to talk about some of these things. And again, it's not just a, uh, a way to end the show. It's really a way to, to move forward and, and have a, a positive view of the world and to get some positive things done. And so let's start with the see something, see something that inspires uh, I've seen a, a ton of things that have inspired me over the course of 29, uh, 2019. Uh, I've had the opportunity to travel to some interesting places, and, and that's always inspiring. Uh, but more inspiring than seeing things, I love to see people. Uh, the people I just got back uh, from the, the tour in uh, Cambodia, Vietnam, Singapore, and Indonesia, uh, and just seeing the people, uh, seeing world religious leaders from different faiths link arms in unity and solidarity. Uh, I've seen statues in Rome. I've seen the exuberance of of children selling lemonade during the summer months. Uh, Thousands singing uh, goodbye, dear friend, in Fiji. Uh, That was an extraordinary moment. Uh, Sunsets uh, at Priest Lake, Idaho with my family uh, is an amazing thing to see. Uh, And one thing that really struck me this year was seeing a young blind girl uh, go on a tour of a temple using touch. She was given white gloves. Uh, and it was something that was just absolutely inspiring to me, uh, seeing things like the United States women's soccer team win the World Cup, uh, all, all inspiring things. So see something that inspires. Uh, when it gets to saying something that uplifts, uh, obviously, I, I love words and I love people who use words uh, to influence and to make a difference, to, to really drive conversations to higher ground. And so hearing words from people like David Brooks, uh, he lifted my vision. Uh, He's got a great book called The Second Mountain. George Will showed how a conservative 
uh, could be inspired and blessed by a liberal Democrat. Uh, also blessed by the words of uh, Senator Joe Lieberman, who I interviewed for my podcast, and he elevated my understanding of the integrity of compromise. I uh, had the opportunity to be in Washington, D.C. with Elder D. Todd Christofferson and Bob Woodward as they lifted truth and trust uh, to an important conversation in the public square. Uh, also, uh, Garrett W. Gong introduced me to this concept of butterfly questions. We're going to talk about those next week a little bit. Uh, little questions that can make a big difference in our lives and in our communities. So say something that uplifts uh, is uh, an important part of what we do every day. And then finally, do something that makes a difference. Uh, for me, it's always in the context of kind of a therefore what. After we've had a conversation, after we've learned something, read something, had a conversation about something, it always gets to the therefore what, meaning what action will we take? How will the task get done? Uh, what effort can can start and move this forward? And I, I just love the doers of this country. Uh, and I've been blessed by by so many of them. Uh, and we have so many right here in the state of Utah. I think of uh, of Jenny Taylor, uh, who shows grace, sacrifice, service, and commitment to country uh, after the passing of her husband. Uh, I think of uh, Plain City, Utah. This was one of my favorite things over the summer. Uh, Plain City, Utah, whose uh, firework uh, display got uh, stranded, the truck broke down, uh, and rather than just woe is me and mourn about it, they actually just pooled every, what everyone had, brought it together, and, and just had a great evening. Uh, I, I think of others uh, who, who just make a difference. The Other Side Academy uh, here in Salt Lake is a, an extraordinary example of doing something that makes a difference every day, taking people who have been in and out of the criminal justice system and giving them space to really gain the skills they need to, to survive and thrive, and doing it without government funding uh, is really expi- inspiring to me. Uh, and so there's a host of things like that that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for all of you that listen to the program every day, and uh, I hope that our conversations are helping you make sense of the news. I hope we're connecting the dots for you on the critical issues of our time. I hope we're elevating the conversation in a significant way. Uh, So I hope you know uh, my gratitude for you for tuning in and being part of the conversation here on Inside Sources every day. And so as we look to that, that's uh, going to wrap up our Thanksgiving Eve edition of Inside Sources. And uh, make sure you stay with us. We've got a lot of breaking news here on KSL News Radio. a lot going on. Uh, Continue to watch the weather, the traffic, and uh, breaking news on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for being with us on Inside Sources on KSL. As always, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Live.